Micah says, therefore I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Rejoice not against me, O mine enemies, when I fall. I shall arise. Can you say, I shall arise? When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. I will bear the indignation of the Lord because I have sinned against him until he pleads my cause. Execute judgment for me. He will bring me forth to the light, and I shall behold his righteousness. I want to address you from a subject, count it out, count it out, count it out. Here we find the text talks about a group of people who have sinned against the Lord. And because of her sin, she has been cast down. Uh, let me tell you, when God casts you down, don't sit down. Don't lay down, brother. Sit down, but don't lay down. Amen. Why? Because if you lay down, you're going to get too comfortable. Sit just sit down and wait for God's deliverance. Um, life is filled with many ups and downs. As a matter of fact, it was Job that says in here in the 14th chapter, he said, a man that is born of woman is but a few days, and those days are filled with trouble. And we know how hard it is to get up in life. You got to do everything right. And the smallest mistake you make, people want to pull you down. Not only pull you down, but they want to count you out. Has anybody in here been counted out? Anybody been, or all of y'all accepted? Anybody been counted out in here? Amen. That's one of the reasons why I praise God, not only just for saving me, that I'm saved. He is saving me. Tell your neighbor. And he finished. Yes. He's saving me. It's an ongoing process. Amen. He's saving. He's saving me. Uh, that's the reason why in the old days, all y'all young in here now. I used to be the youngest person in the room one time. <laughs> I ain't the oldest yet. Thank God for Mother Cruz and Brother Cruz. <laughs> Thank God for you. But we used to sing the old hymn, It's Another Day That the Lord Has Kept Me. He has kept me from all evil with my mind stayed on Jesus. Another day that the Lord has kept me. Uh, whenever God's people do wrong, the enemy is standing ready to pronounce that they are no good. 
ready to count God's people out. Now, you might not know it, but the devil knows that the only one that can defeat you is you. You are your worst enemy. And you can be your best friend. It depends upon how you view yourself. The enemy here had counted Israel out. But the writer says here, God's going to bring me back. He said, I'm going to sit here. You know, when you've done wrong, you don't mind sitting and waiting for God to give you deliverance. Because you're pleading for mercy. You're pleading for mercy. You, you know, y'all ain't had to handle no mercy since y'all been saved. All right. I don't make a habit of uh, uh, practicing sin. But there are times when I miss the mark. I uh, know y'all, y'all don't, that y'all don't have that problem. Do you? I say I don't practice sin. But there are times I miss the mark. Am I by myself or am I in good company? All right. We are supposed to continually look at Christ's face. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, it says, But we all with open faces behold as in a glass the glory of the Lord change into the same image from glory to glory even as by the spirit of the Lord but sometimes we get distracted anybody get distracted in here you get distracted get distracted and that's when the enemy will take advantage of you when you get distracted but thank God God never takes his eyes off of me. He's always looking in my direction. But there are some times we are counted out when we haven't done anything wrong. It could be because of your family history. Could be because of the color of your skin. Or it just could be because of the town you come from. Like Jesus. In John chapter 1 verse 45 and 46, Philip had this conversation and he found Nathaniel and said to him, we have found the man whom Moses wrote about in the teaching in whom the prophets wrote about, he is Jesus, son of Joseph, from the city of Nazareth. Nathaniel said to Philip, can anything good come out of Nazareth? That's almost like asking, can anything good come out of Fulton? Used to be now, now, now. it's better now. Can anything good come out of Blackwell? Can anything good come out of Hillside? And sometimes people count you out 
simply because of where you come from. And so they will count you out. But you know what I found out? It's a good thing when people count you out. Amen. I'm about to be a miracle. How many of y'all feel that I'm about to be a miracle? Matter of fact, the more people count me out, the better I like it. I'm smiling all the way because I know God is not finished with me yet. As I begin to look at the Bible, I see a lot of people that was counted out in Scripture. Amen. Give somebody a high five. Say, you ain't the only one being counted out. Amen. What you want to do is lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up. Ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Some I was looking at some the other day, and uh, I saw what they said that Michael uh, Jordan was cut from the team because he wasn't good enough. Hallelujah. He cried and went home. But he started practicing during the night. You see, sometimes our problem is we succumb to the criticism of people. It's all right to cry, but get up and do something. Just like Michael was overlooked because he wasn't quite good enough. See, you haven't seen what God gonna do with me yet. You've been looking at what I've been doing. But it's not until I get counted out enough that God's gonna put his precious hand in there. And when God finished storing, I'm gonna be a different person. You still got something left in you. Look at your neighbor and say, you still got something left in you. Tell him that preacher's almost finished. <laughs> and I am. I ain't kidding. Because <laughs> I, I, I've learned it ain't sermons. It's just a word. And I received this word. Amen. I won't end my knees. I won't hold my knees in prayer. I was walking. And God just gave me this word. Counted out. And then he began to give me revelation. On the fact. It takes you being counted out. For you to fall into the arms of grace. So God can complete you. And. and Somebody in here is discouraged because people have counted you out. Now, now, when you get counted out because you did wrong, I told y'all, when you get counted out for doing wrong, don't lay down. Don't lay down. Some of y'all laying down. I got news for you. God is already preparing a fish. Going to carry you down to hell. You're going to get up from there. Help me, Holy Ghost. What you talking about, preacher? Jonah went on the ship, but he didn't sit down. He laid down and went to sleep. You see, you can't get comfortable with being counted out. 
You got to stay woke and pray and seek the face of God. But Jonah was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And he went in the back of the ship and went to sleep. Touch your neighbor and say, don't go to sleep now. Don't go to sleep. Jonah had something in him. He had a word from the Lord. But because of his self-preservation and because of his reputation, he did not want to go and carry that word. So he counted himself out. Some of us ain't nobody count you out. You count yourself out. He counted himself out and went and laid in the back of the ship. But God said, I'll fix you. He prepared a fish. I want y'all to know some of y'all in here that's sitting down, God is already preparing your fish. You better get ready. I believe that if I stopped doing what I'm doing now, I would be swallowed up, carried down to the bottom of hell and spit up to do God's job. And some of us going to be carried down to the bottom of hell. You ain't seen nothing yet. He's going to spit you up. And when he finished, you're going to be ready to do his will. Amen. Amen. Anybody know that God got to prepare you before he can use you? Amen. Whether it's in hell or in all ordinary circumstances, he's going to prepare you, but he's going to use you. If he ever put his hand on you, he's not going to stop until he completed it. He said, he that has become a good work in you will perform it till the day of Jesus Christ. So I just pray and people just lay down. That's all right, God, getting the fish ready. Mmm. Can somebody say, mmm. Precious, can you say, mmm. All right, good, good. We just got to be ready. But Cheryl, when people give up on you because they don't think you got what it takes, there is something still in you. And God said it takes refusal and putting aside by man to bring out of you what's on the inside of you. So we saw Israel counted out, Pharaoh behind them, mountain on both sides, the Red Sea in front of them, and they counted them out. Pharaoh said, we're going to run them under these chariots. We were about to take them over. But guess what? They forgot that Moses had a stick. See, you, you don't have to have much. Mm, touch somebody, ask them, do you at least have a stick? Uh, you know, I'm telling y'all, I ain't going to be preaching long this morning. I'm almost finished, but this is a good word this morning. I, I don't need nobody to encourage me and tell me. I know this is a good word because it came from the law. So when the enemy moves in on you, don't worry. God's going to reveal to you what's on the inside of you. I've been trying to bring out of you. And then Moses, God said, Moses, what you got? He said, Lord, all I got is a stick. He said, stretch out your rod. When he stretched out his rod, the waters parted on either side. It wasn't because the power was in the rod. The power was in God. Let me give you another example. David, 
was counted out. He was the run of the family. Little small boy. So when they came to find out who the next king gonna be, they named all them big boys because they were tall, handsome. David, a little teeny old boy, a little ruddy boy. Down there, they counted him out. So much as Sam said, do you have anybody else? He said, yeah, I got, I got a little ruddy son down there. Yeah, just bring him on up here. He said, he said, bring him on up here. I can't sit down. But you got to realize when David was in a small place, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still water. He restores my soul. You see, in when you're in your small places, you got to find something in you that gives you relativity to who God is. Not only did he learn that, but while he was there, he found a rock. He found a rock in his rejection. I wonder what you got. Do you have a rock? Do you touch your neighbor and say, do you at least have a rock? God help me, Holy Ghost. Mm. And then another one. He's got one more after him. This this one, no one more. Then I'm gonna let y'all go home. And I don't preach hard. Another one was called Peter. Peter did wrong. And he count himself out. Some of us have done wrong. We know we've done wrong and we have counted ourselves out. But God ain't finished with you yet. So what God told him, said, go get my disciple and Peter. Because you see, Peter wasn't the only one that forsook him. The Bible says all of them forsook him. But Peter took it personal. But he said, go get Peter. Go with my disciples and Peter. Why did God want Peter? Peter had a sermon. And he had to preach that sermon on the day of Pentecost. And so, if he had not preached that sermon at Pentecost, the gospel would not have been promulgated. But he had a sermon on the inside of him. In my last example, and I'm closing. Praise the Lord. Ain't too bad for my first Sunday back, is it? <laughs> well, I preached last weekend too, but that's all right. That won't hear. Last one they gave up on was Jesus. Herein is the pericope, the death, the burial, the resurrection. They gave up on Jesus. Why did they give up on Jesus? They had crucified him. They had put him in the tomb. Put a seal on the case and said, we finished with him. Oh, 
my God, the third day in the morning. The third day in the morning, there was a rumbling that going on. And I want you to know the church is built upon raising the dead. Amen. It's raising the dead. You don't get no lower than dead. Uh, if you can still live, if you can still wave your hand, you ain't dead. But the church is built upon raising the dead. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, the reason why Jesus had to go down so low was to let you know I don't care how low you get, I'm able to raise you up from the dead. And so, since the world gives up on you, that's all right if they give up on you. But he said, I am the way. I am the resurrection. The only thing you need is belief. If he believe in me, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Your neighbor, I got something left. I, I got something left. I got something left. It may be a song, but I got something left. It might be a dance, but I got something left. It might be a prophecy, but I got something left. I got something left. Yeah. 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 Standing all over the place. 